it's Cindy's choice to be brave and to make a difference. Cindy here, and thank you. Thank you for being here as we continue in this destitute to destiny adventure. That's exactly what it is. It's not in a story. It's, it's an adventure, and you're a part of it. You're, you're coming in at a really good time on this amazing adventure that we're on. And, you know, I, I've been on this love thing because, I, like I've shared, I've done live radio for years now, and I'm just used to processing and being authentic in the moment. I can't, I'm, I can't really prepare or perform. It's just not in me. i got to go with, with what's on my heart. And, yeah, I'm, I'm on this love thing. And the more I process with you and get things figured out, I'm like, well, no wonder I'm kind of needing to process right now. And I'm, I'm kind of like, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, what, what's going on? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what is this? What is this that I'm experiencing that I can't figure out? Well, there you go. I'm in very unfamiliar territory. This, I mean, y'all, the whole love, real authentic love was so unfamiliar to me. And I shared that in the other segments where I was in early on where I'm kind of sharing my story in sequence. And I, you know, I talk about how in my 20s it was so confusing because, you know, I, I was out there in the business world and um, high, you know, managing high volume high-end um, upscale nightclubs and just getting all kinds of attention. And I recognize now, I recognize that there were very, um, you know, healthy um, pursuers <laughs> that would have like made good husbands and I could have built a good life with and uh, that, you know, pursued me heavily. I, I, I even shared like, you know, it was like, gifts and all kinds of things and it just confused me and I would shut it down really quick and it, because that was unfamiliar you know it was the the bad boys appealed to me and you know that's a stereotypical thing we hear about you know the good guys are out there going why do they go after the bad guys I'm like well let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about that because um, that's what had been demonstrated to me as love when I was a child. And it's so confusing. And it, it just seems like I, I just can't imagine how to help someone understand that hasn't lived it because I lived it and didn't understand it. And, and now, like, y'all, being around authentic people that really care about other people and, and know how to put other people um, you know, before themselves, it's a very unfamiliar territory to me. And I'm attracting more and more of that. And, you know, it still stays with this kind of love. Love is what's unfamiliar to me, but it's getting very familiar now. And what that kind of makes me think of too, I want to stay on track here, but this is important because you know, I'm thinking about some people I know right now that I've been trying to kind of help them be aware, um, you, you like some, some young ladies that confide in me and so forth. They're like, there's no good man out there. And um, I get that. <laughs> I get why they think that. And I'm like, you, you have to be careful because, you know, I, I love people with truth. And a lot of people, you know, that's a timing thing. You can't always be throwing truth at people. But, you know, I, I try to help them understand that, you know, you, you don't realize the bubble in you 
that you're in and what you're attracting. And it's, you can't really explain it to people. And that's why I'm big on demonstrating my life. My journey has demonstrated that. And that's why it is important that I share my story and, and, and people get that because you, you've got to, you've got to look hard at yourself in those situations, really hard at yourself. It, it's, um, it is so hard to accept our faults. And it seems like our our society more than ever just wants to be right. It's everybody just wants to be right. And, you know, when I kind of discovered all this, it was funny because I just I had no idea. I was so incredibly prideful. So when I finally discovered, like, you know, it's not just about, you know, just being right all the time. Well, then I couldn't wait to you know, admit somebody else was right. Then I'd get all prideful about that. Look at me. (laughs) I don't have to be right all the time. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just crazy what we have to deal with. But you know what? It's, it's like this process that you have to have the right perspective through. And that's a key thing. And that is a lot why I've been able to discover love is the perspective of staying open to love. And I spent my whole life, my whole life searching for love. I didn't know that. And again, I mentioned it before the, uh, I was talking about this on my live radio show and I love how the producer played like looking for love in all the wrong places. And I'm like, Oh, you so get it. Cause that was me. And I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know anything. And like I said, I have been really smart, really bright girl, but just ignorant, so gullible, so naive, and just so unaware. And I had to get very intentional about getting things figured out. And it is, it's, it's unfamiliar territory that I'm in right now. And y'all, I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy. And I'm so glad I've always been willing to get uncomfortable, you know, to experience things I haven't you know, experienced before, uh, to not be afraid to, you know, go be the first or do something by myself or something like that. But this is something that I was kind of sharing with our creative director, Landon, you'll hear me talk about him a lot. Um, you know, because I'm, yeah, I'm processing with him too. Like he's a, he's a part of this right now. Like I'm trying to figure out what I'm experiencing right now. It's, you know, it's so unfamiliar. I think that's what's, and plus too, I think too, when you've had a dream, when you've had a vision and it's, you know, that's way out, that's way out in front of you. And all of a sudden you're in it, you're stepping in it. And it, it's just, you know, you, you still want to see it way out in front of you. Cause that's what, that's, what's familiar. That's what you're used to. And then getting to that place to accept, no, I'm here. This is it. It's happening. And I'm so excited about that because I'm so excited about that because it isn't just me. And it's had to be just me for such a long time. And that's okay. Because just me had a lot of work to do to where I can attract better now. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing what's happening. I was, again, I was sharing with Landon earlier how I recognize where we're at right now and that I, I've attracted, you know, a great creative director. I mean, it's just 
uh, we're kind of a lot alike, but yet we balance each other really well. Well, and at, at the same time, like the clients, it's, I'm getting the right clients. And then we have an exchange program, like with realtors and insurance and agents and so forth like that. I'm getting the right ones. And it's like, what is the right ones? Usually if you're a marketing business or a media business and you you just want people to pay you and you go do your thing for them. No, 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 no. This is so different. I can't authentically, you know, claim someone as a Cindy's choice or something as a Cindy's choice if it's not authentic and if those people don't really care. And, you know, I get that so much because I was around an environment where all I knew of was people that didn't care. And, you know, I can't say that, you know, I, there were people that cared. Of course, there were people that cared. But there were, um, blo- like I'd shared, like when I was younger, if somebody tried to help me, my mom put a stop to that immediately. She didn't want to be my mother. She didn't want to take care of me. She wanted to benefit from me. But if anybody, she didn't want anybody else to try to help me either. It, it was, uh, it was so malicious and just so crazy. So it's not like that there weren't, you know, examples of, of people that cared or people that tried to care or just like I said, when I had the right pursuers, they cared that, you know, I, I've, I've had pursuers that loved me very much, but again, that wasn't familiar. I didn't, you know, uh, that wasn't familiar to me that them being authentic and, and I, I'm, you know, I wonder, I, I call them, I don't want to call them healthy because if they were healthy, why were they attracted to me? <laughs> but I, I think in so many cases, it was like I'd shared with the one, uh, and this happened more than that one time, but that one memory had come to me when I was sharing with you about that business owner. And I was in a bad situation in my second marriage and trying to get out of that. And he recognized how brave I'd been in doing the right thing. And, you know, he, he knew I was in a bad situation with my husband and he acknowledged, he said, Cindy, I can tell, he goes, I am tell, you know, you're not in this situation. You know, it's not your fault. These are, this isn't, you know, based on who you are. This is just circumstances. And boy, that it helped me a lot to hear that. But then he followed that with, but I can't rescue you. And, and, but I could tell what he meant. He's like, he sure want, you know, he, he's like, oh, how can I, how could he help me? It's like, it's a, you know, it's tricky. It's not that people don't care, but it's a, what is it? It's kind of this understanding that we have to have in ourselves in that if we depend, you know, that codependency kind of thing, if I was already in a cycle of being rescued and rescuing isn't necessarily caring. It isn't necessarily loving someone. It's, you know, we, you know, as parents, we certainly know that it's, um, it's so hard not to rescue our children. And, you know, it, it to get to that place, I, I didn't, there's so many, I know so many parents that are struggling with this, that they, you know, it's so hard to know when to pull back. And that's why I'm so thankful that people pleasing thing that th- this is where, you know, I talk about you can't love without courage because knowing when to let go, you know, knowing when sometimes people just got to go through what they got to go through and we got to let them go through it. And that's what God allowed in my life to a big degree. 
And as I'm sharing with you, this is like, I'm getting this figured out right now because, you know, I share about this gypsy lifestyle that I had for the longest time. I couldn't even, you know, get plugged in to a church consistently. And plus with, you know, churches didn't know what to do with me in that, you know, I, cause I, it, it was crazy, but I realize now that I, I, that needed to happen. I, I needed to not be anywhere too long for someone to, you know, start caring and me not be allowed to continue this journey that I needed to get through till I could get rid of those demons. You know, there, there was this, this, you know, I'd started tackling that demon. It, it, um, you'll have to go back and find the segment where I talk about these things, but that, um, you know, that cycle of, getting into relationships and not meaning to get there and not understanding why I got there. And that's what, that was an example that had been set for me as a child. That was my mother's cycle. And I didn't want to do that, but yet what was I doing? And I, I set out to, to break that cycle. And I, I go through this, you know, whole thing. And finally I get there single momming it and I broke the cycle. And then all of a sudden, oh my goodness, I'm back in that cycle out of complete desperation and feeling like I don't have any you know, kind of choice because I can't take care of myself because of debilitating disease. And it was a lie, though. It was a lie. It, it, it's a we, we just have to go through what we have to go through. And this is my journey. I can't tell anybody what their path is and what it takes you know, for them to get this yet. I want everybody to get it because I am experiencing real authentic love. And now I, I can see it everywhere. I, I couldn't see it all before. I, I had to kind of pay attention to that because everywhere I looked, I saw narcissism. <laughs> and I had to like pay attention that, all right, Cindy, don't get paranoid. <laughs> but that's what happens when, you know, you're just constantly, you know, being uh, stopped and blocked and, uh, and that's constantly interfering in your life. Then I just wanted to see that everywhere. Well, it was everywhere, but now it's like it, it. I see more. I see more of the love, and there's some people that need to hear that because they don't. They don't believe. There's women out there. They don't. There's no good men out there, and there's men that believe there's no good women out there. No, listen. I know this is hard to hear, but it's in you. It's in you, and that doesn't mean you don't have a good heart. And you're not trying really hard and that you don't mean really well. And, you know, it doesn't mean that there's just some kind of issue that you got to dig deep and listen, it's going to take some brave steps. If you really want to attract good people in your life and have good, authentic relationships, you got to do the work in you. It's not about them. And I've lived it. And it was very confusing for a very long time. And, you know, a lot too. what made it confusing, like um, I, I've shared with you, this is so hard to talk about, but I, it's just real. It's just what happened because, you know, I talk about being popular, air quotes popular when I was younger. And, and it was is like, um, yeah, I was, you know, I, I say because this was Dallas, Texas. Oh, my goodness. Dallas, Texas is known for like fashion model, gorgeous, beautiful women. I, you know, that wasn't me. But I always say I was pretty enough. I had the tall blonde thing, but it was really my personality. I just was always outgoing and, you know, just cheerful and positive and, and just, it, it was a, it was a package deal, but it was also the role I was in. I was in, uh, you know, I was a manager of 
high volume, you know, nightclubs in upscale nightclubs in Dallas, Texas, that puts you on a stage kind of thing that makes you like a sea level celebrity kind of thing. So it wasn't about me yet. There I was. And it's just so it's so hard to understand, you know, when you're so popular, yet it's it's empty. You know, there's not anything there. And like, so, you know, what could be wrong with me? You know, <laughs> I, I, I got it going on. Everybody sees that. You know, I got the right car. I got the right job. I, I look good enough. You know, it's like I'm popular. What could be wrong with me? And that was, I mean, for real, that was confusing. And, but at some point I just had to realize, wait a minute, that it, I'm the common denominator here. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter how popular I am and, you know, how many pursuers I had and, and how many people, I wasn't attracting what I wanted to attract. I, I, my life was in, you know, this cycle of defeat was getting worse and worse. The cycles were leading me to more dangerous, um, greater lows each time. So it's not that easy to recognize that something's wrong with us, you know, and, but that's what you got to do. You've got to start with you. And I, I think that's a lot of the confusion is in what's going on. You know, it, it's a, I, hey, I get oppression. Oh my, listen to me. Oppression is... You are so, you know, captive to that oppressor. It's very strategic how it all works. Um, they, they don't want you to be free. And when you're in a whole environment of that, and that's like gone on for years, you're like born into that. It is incredibly difficult. I've lived it. I know. Incredibly difficult to break free from that. But that's what you got to do because... It's worth it. It's worth it. You know, that that's the kind of attitude I got is I, you know, I have to believe that this fight, this struggle is worth it for the life that I can have. And it is. It is. It, it, it's, and again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right now in this moment, I'm soaking it in and going, wow, this is amazing what I'm getting to do, what's already been done. And, and, and two, we'll dig into this more in another segment, but I'm telling you, like here locally in the Chattanooga area, people are like, how are you doing this? And, you know, I kind of take it like, how are you doing this? Because I was homeless on the streets. Go back and listen <laughs> to the story. But, you know, literally no capital, no contacts. Nobody cared about me. There was nobody to help me. And it's not that I didn't get some help. And we'll dig into that more at some point. But, you know, it, it was, that's where I was. And now when they've seen how I've broke through and what I'm able to do with radio platforms and the Cindy's Choice concept and everything that's come together and making a difference in the community and so forth, they're like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, I kind of see it like, well, how are you doing this? Because you were homeless. But I think <laughs> people that know me, because I'm not like this, you know, I have an accounting degree. I can, I can get all businessy. I can show up in the conference room and be that polished professional. I know those kind of guidelines, those rules, that protocol, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not guided by that. 
this is so incredibly authentic and people are like, why don't you have a business plan and why aren't you doing it this way? And why aren't you doing it that way? And this is what you need to do. And I'm like, well, now I, you know, this is kind of the way I feel led to go about it and it works. And they're like, so it's not just about me being homeless. They're like, you know, who is she (laughs) to pull this off? Yeah, this, cause I'm out there. Oh, you know, lead with love. Seek first to understand. You know, I, I, it seems like fluff yet here I am breaking through, you know, professionally successful, something bigger than me happening here. And they're like, how is she? I think it's more like, how is she doing that? It's not just about the homelessness. They don't, you know, like, what have I got that makes me capable of pulling that off? Because I don't demonstrate this incredible um, professional expertise. Well, I got it. It's there. But it, I really do lead with love. <laughs> I'm, that's where it all comes in. Be brave. It's Cindy's choice to be brave and make a difference. Let me tell you, that's what I'm going to leave you with today. That's what lead with love means. That, I'm telling you, that, that there's so much power in that love. The walls, that love breaks down. The, the people that that love reaches is way more than any kind of knowledge or expertise you could ever have. And I'm proof of that. <laughs> I can demonstrate that. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm so big on the love thing right now. And I, I want people to understand why this message is so important to me and why I intently remind you, I remind you to lead with love. It's because I love you. I love you. And I want, I want love for you. So you just have to keep tuning in. And that's how I'll, lead, I'll leave you today with leading with love and you know I'm going to tell you seek first seek first to understand and then go make good choices